the name of the Father, and the Son, and the Holy Spirit. Amen. Mother's Day is so difficult. I, I sympathize. It's, um, it's beautiful and difficult. Mothers have a vocation that uh, we, don't, we won't understand. Our, their sons will never understand it. Their daughters hopefully will. Mothers have this beautiful task, vocation, the glory of bringing life into the world, being that tabernacle where God knits together uh, a life that's been created out of nothing, who will live forever. And then in so many different small ways has the, has the heart-wrenching task of 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 giving that life back to God. It, be, it begins at baptism. It continues at, at the first overnight and then summer camp and then graduation and then, um, and then the wedding and who knows what else. And my you know, family of four boys, we always prided ourselves of being really good to mom and learning everything and knowing how to sew buttons and knowing how to do all sorts of great things, but we didn't realize what kind of a hole was missing in mom's life until my oldest brother got engaged. We have, um, we had many prayers, I won't go into the details, many prayers leading up to that. My brother had gone far away from home to go to college and then even further away to go to grad school. And in many ways, we thought, you know, we thought we had lost him. And then he, he falls in love with a great Catholic woman from 15 minutes away from here. Those are the prayers of a the fervent prayers of a righteous woman availeth much, right? But there it also, you know, lies that, that danger, right? Especially for a mom with a son who's getting married. She's, she's not just a daughter-in-law. She, for a while, is the other woman. The woman who's taking my son's heart away. The one who's taking him far away from home. And what's, what's amazing and what takes great humility and great wisdom is to know and to be confident that his happiness depends on loving his bride more than he loves his mom. He has to go away. He has to make her his queen, his bride, his wife. Needs to have pride of place. The well-being of the whole family depends on it. Mom will not be a happy mother and mother-in-law and grandmother unless her son, while continuing to love her, detaches 
and attaches to his wife. When we look at the cross and we see our Lord and Mary and John, we have a beautiful scene that we we reflect on countless times, every day, every rosary, every, every sign of the cross. Behold your son, behold your mother. The gospel accounts of that moment are thin in many details, but they give us names of other women who were there at the foot of the cross or watching from afar. St. Matthew's gospel, chapter 27, talks about Mary Magdalene, Mary, the mother of James and Joseph and the mother of the sons of Zebedee. James and John are the sons of Zebedee. St. John's mother was there, quite likely within earshot of St. John, her son, her very own son, being told by our Lord, my mother is now your mother. Take care of her. Love her. When we read St. Mark's Gospel, it's quite likely that we now know her name. Because in St. Mark chapter 15, we hear of the women standing afar off. Mary Magdalene, we heard of her already in Matthew. Mary, mother of James and Les and Joseph, we already heard of her. And Salome. Almost certain. The wife of Zebedee, the mother of James and John, Salome. She had to give up her son. When you look at St. John's Gospel, chapter 19, there's another sequence describing the women as at the foot of the cross, his mother, his mother's sister, Mary, the wife of Cleophas, Mary Magdalene. Mary's sister, or at least half-sister, was there at the foot of the cross. Some fathers of the church speculate that that could very well be Salome as well. Consider the mother of Zebedee's sons, zealous for her children, eager that they be at our Lord's right and his left in his kingdom and willing to approach Jesus to make that request, in fact, almost to insist upon it. 
And as she grows as a disciple, as a follower of Christ, as one who is willing to suffer his death vicariously, by being at the foot of the cross with those who heroically love our Lord, she most certainly was generous and knowing that her, her son must make Mary his mother. A dear friend of mine, uh, college, college friend, fraternity brother, um, even in those days, in his college days, said in a way that I will never forget, he had three, there were three women in his life, his mom, his sister, and the Blessed Virgin Mary. So pray for Nate, his, his beautiful bride is um, in a grave battle with cancer these days. And so we turn to Mary in all circumstances. When we need to be reminded of our great and noble vocation, when we need an account of why, why such glorious things are happening in our lives, how is this possible? The mother of God is our very own mother. It would be unthinkable that miracles don't happen. But at, at the same time, at the worst moments, in times of our greatest suffering, we turn to her to, 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 to learn how, how to love, even when it hurts so much. How to, how to have faith and trust in God and hope, even when it seems that all is lost. She teaches moms how to be moms. She teaches children how to be children. And so we ask her to be with us. Hail Mary, full of grace, the Lord is with thee. Blessed art thou among women, and blessed is the fruit of thy womb, Jesus. Holy Mary, Mother of God, pray for us sinners. Our Lady of Fatima, pray for us. In the name of the Father, and the Son, and the Holy Spirit. Amen.